Holyfield, aka EEH. I am your hostess for the process of the podcast, and today's episode will be all about thoughtfulness. I know you're probably like, why are we talking about thoughtfulness? This is so corny, like it's random, and it may be random. It's definitely not corny, and the reason why it's not is because it's important, and also the key factor with this particular topic is that thoughtfulness is my superpower. One of the compliments I get the most is about how thoughtful I am. It has gotten to the point where people have asked me, Ebony, like, how do you become thoughtful? And uh, like, what should I do about this? Like, I really want to do something thoughtful for my friend, for my family member. Can you please give me ideas? Tell me how to figure that out. So I feel very equipped to talk about this subject as well as I've had some pretty disappointing, let's say that, disappointing experiences regarding thoughtfulness. So I feel like it's something that we can all use and grow from. And so let's get into it. I'm going to just start off by saying that thoughtfulness is an action. Thoughtfulness only works if you take your thoughts out of your mind and put them into motion. So essentially, thoughtfulness are thoughts in motion. My EEH definition of thoughtfulness is acknowledging your thoughts and acting upon it. Webster's definition of being thoughtful is uh, characterized by careful, reasoned thinking. And also they say it is given to or chosen or made with heedful anticipation of the needs and wants of others. Thoughtfulness is so important, friends, and it's important because it's an opportunity for us to serve and it's an opportunity to impact your circle or your community. I hope you know that you're only as good as the quote unquote weakest link in your tribe. I really don't like using the term the weakest link, but I chose it because I feel like it is a great visual and I feel like people understand that terminology. But to clarify more of what I'm saying specifically concerning the weakest link, I'm saying that every tribe and every circle has a person that has not realized as much of their potential as everybody else in the group. And that is because as you attract different circles and you come into different spaces, you always have to start off at a level one. So if you've made it to, let's say, platform A and you come in, there's some people that are on level 10, but because you just entered, you're on level one. That's the way it goes. When you go to a different 
space you don't start off as a pro there you know so like if I'm an actor and I've manifested an amazing opportunity uh, with Spike Lee and all these phenomenal actors are on set and it's a Whoopi Goldberg it's a it's a, a Halle Berry, it's a Denzel Washington there, you know, and I'm coming in and I'm a beginner. And so though I may be talented and I may be great, but I may be on level one compared to Denzel's level 10. And that's okay. And if I keep striving and I keep working, I'll eventually get to the level 10. But guess what? Once I get to the level 10 and I graduate to my next space, I will start off as a level one again. So I'm not trying to uh, give any shade to whoever the quote unquote weakest link is, which we all may be that, you know, we all are that at some point and it shifts. And as you continue to move up, you'll be a level five. Somebody else just joined and they're a level one. However, it still impacts you regardless, um, whether you are the weakest link or you're the strongest link. And because it impacts you regardless, it's really important for you to pour back into your circle, to be able to build them up, uplift them, encourage them, and help them to develop the tools that they need to be able to level up because you all are a representation of one another. And so thoughtfulness, in my opinion, is a pretty genius avenue to be able to pour it back into your circle without them feeling attacked or feeling the need to put up resistance. It's just a very smooth, easy way to be able to help them to level up when you're doing it through thoughtfulness. So pour back into your tribe mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, intellectually, because it always comes back to you and it will always impact you. I know you're probably asking me, Ebony, like, what do you mean that disimpacts you in the long run? Like, give me some understanding of that. Well, I'm happy that you asked that because the saying that comes to mind when I think about that is when people say, if you show me the five people you hang with or you show me your circle, I can tell you where you'll be in five years from now or 10 years from now. And that's because who you hang with is a direct representation of who you are. So it always makes sense to pour back into your circle if they are a reflection of you. So you always want your crew to be leveling up in some capacity because when they see them, they see you, right? And when they see you, they see them. Another example that comes to mind about how your circle impacts you, um, I was recently invited to be a part of a life coaching session and it was a group of people on a Zoom call led by my dear friend Mia. And Mia is just fabulous. If you do not know Mia, you should get to know Mia. She is a speaker, a life coach, a talk show host, a culture consultant, a writer, and her platform is called Aya, and it is spelled A-Y-A, and that stands for Adversity Yields Audacity. I will actually put her Instagram handle in the description of this podcast so that you can go follow her, Look, it will be one of the best decisions you've ever made if you're looking for inspiration and for someone to truly like speak in your life. And she has so many opportunities for you to do the work and really dig deep into like who you are and to be able to manifest more of what you desire in life. So I'm a huge fan of Mia and all that she stands for. 
Mia invited me to one of her life coaching sessions, as I said, and Mia asked us a lot of the tough questions that um, we needed. One of the questions um, Mia asked us was, who is in your tribe? Like literally list out their name, write it down and write down what value they bring to you. So she's going like hard with these questions, right? Like really making you do the work and think and better yourself and figure out who needs to be in your tribe, who probably needs to be taken out of your tribe, or do you even have a tribe at all? So it's bringing all of those thoughts. And so um, she later on asks us, what is it that you're seeking from your tribe? What is the one thing that you want? And a young lady shared on the platform that she wanted friends that held her accountable. And so it immediately came to me that your friend or friends can't be accountable if they don't first value the same things that you value. Like how can they keep you accountable if they don't value discipline? How can they keep you accountable if they pride themselves on resisting change? How can they keep you accountable in finances if they think financial freedom is out of reach for people like them? quote unquote. Um, you know, when your circle lacks in any capacity, you ultimately lack. So a lot of the things that we desire for our circle to to do for us, if they don't value those same things, they can't ever bring that to the table. So you lack based upon them lacking. And there's ultimately no reciprocity, right? So like I said earlier, when your circle lacks in any capacity, you ultimately lack. So if they're in the red, they have no value that they can ever deposit back into you. So my point is, thoughtfulness is an opportunity to fill your tribe up. And when they are filled up, you create an opportunity for yourself to be filled up through reciprocity. Also, your actions teach. So for those that are like, my friends would never give to me that way, so I'm not doing that for them. First off, we have to change that mindset to a healthier one that will serve your highest good in the long run. You are a thermostat friend. You set the atmosphere, not the other way around. We're not victims, we're change agents. If you want acknowledgement to come your way, love, kindness, you get the cycle started by first giving those exact things. Your actions teach. I cannot express that enough. Your words cannot fully teach alone. It's only when it's partnered with action that the lesson is fully learned. And let's do away with that warped teaching of do as I say and not as I do. Honestly, that is pure BS because you know we love to tell people what we need them to do and what we need them to be as a good friend, a partner, a sibling, co-worker, etc. But we never show up being that fully and consistently for them. So that whole saying do as I say and not as I do, is said by people who are not willing to do the necessary work in the midst of the process. Your actions of thoughtfulness speak. People see it and most importantly, they feel it. Reciprocation from that same person is not the motive behind being thoughtful anyway. So once you release your seed of thoughtfulness, it's already coming back to you. From who, how, and when is not important. Just know that it's on its way back to you. It's law, friends. 
you reap what you sow. My next gem about thoughtfulness is the fact that it is best acted upon in a timely fashion. That means when it crosses your mind, act upon it as soon as possible. If it's something you would like to share with someone, go ahead and call them or go to where they are and speak to them in person. If you have to prepare a gift and send it off, perhaps all of that can't be executed in that very moment, but at least get started on it on the preparation process so it can get sent off within the next day or two. I say this because I've personally missed out on a lot of opportunities to impact people due to my lack of timeliness. So all in all, don't miss out on an opportunity to be a blessing or being used as light and love because of poor timing. Act on your hunches immediately. They are truly a gift to you and the person receiving your thoughtfulness. So I feel like we pretty much have a good handle on what thoughtfulness is, why it's important, and how it impacts us in the long run. Now I want to be able to give you some real practical, tangible action steps that you can manifest your thoughtfulness through. I want you to be able to glean some gems and some tools to say, okay, this is how I'm going to be thoughtful because your tribe deserves it. And most importantly, you deserve it because whatever you put out is going to automatically come back to you. However, I want you to have some time to digest everything that we've said. So I'm going to make it a part two episode where I'm giving you all of those gems on how you can manifest thoughtfulness for your circle and group of friends and loved ones. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the process. I hope you were able to learn something or at least for it to serve as a form of confirmation that you are on the right track and you are using the power of thoughtfulness to the full advantage of your circle and helping them out and pouring into them. And um, I can't wait for you to hear the next episode with all of the practical tips that I'm going to provide so that you can put some more thoughtfulness into action. Do not forget to look in the description box of this episode where I will have all of Mia's information. She's going to take us higher. She has such great content and I don't want you to miss out on that. And as you know, all of my information on how you can contact me on Instagram, as well as email me for future topics, or if you have any questions or thoughts or what have you, I would love to talk to you more about it. So reach out to me so we can stay connected. And I want you to know you're doing such a great job in the midst of the process. We all are putting our best foot forward. You even being here is just a step in a direction towards a healthier lifestyle and really leveling up. So I appreciate you for being here and I enjoy being on this journey with you. I love you for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day.